except for today when I brought an Agron by accident. Uh, <laughs> Everyone but, made fun uh, of him. <laughs> oh, did they? Oh, I did. I made fun of myself. <laughs> Gotta beat him to it. That's the trick, right? Exactly. <laughs> tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. All that glitters is not always gold. It's a ghost. Ah, to lounge virtually is the pinnacle of luxury. <laughs> is that the sweet, sweet smell of Petalil making its Pokemon Go debut? Ahoy, trainers! GoFest is on the horizon. And much, much more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 103 of the GoCast podcast. It's July 21st, yet another Tuesday evening. It's uh, less roasty than it was last week. Got some rain going on right now. Thrilled about that. (laughs) I'm your host, Chris. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle, how's it going, man? It's going. It's good. It's going? Yeah. It's good. Good, yeah. good, good. I can't tell if on the other side of this window, because we've got some of that, like, you know, like fog glass covering, mm-hmm. where you can't really see, because it's a window well, right, where I'm currently at, and uh, I see a shadow hanging on the screen. I think that's a frog. <laughs> I'm not sure, but there's so many holes in the screen, I don't want to open the door to check, because what if I then become a proud uh, pet owner of a frog? <laughs> then it was meant to be. He's around here. Yeah, I see him. I see you, buddy. Anyway, hey, what's going on? Uh, this is GoCast. We're going to talk about Pokemon Go now that we've talked about a frog. Before we get started here, shout out to our newest patron, Elena. Thank you very much for your patronage. Appreciate it and appreciate your support. And we appreciate you. Hope you enjoy your time on the Discord. I'm sure we'll enjoy getting to know you better there as well. Mr. Kyle, I've got this list of goals. It looks roughly a week old. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, are. our names are on it. Oh, these must be our goals from last week. <laughs> I think that's it. Uh, all okay. right. So, Mr. Kyle, you had three particular goals yep. and they were they were something else. Your, your first one was, well, we'll talk about community today in more detail in just a moment here. But did you get at least 20 shinies? Yes. Excellent. Good going. Did you finish the friendship challenge? Not necessarily the elite, but the three steps. Yes, I did. OK. And then did you. Uh, well, do you currently have. 1,000 or more Pokeballs. I don't. Ooh, what are you at? 986? 950. <laughs> no way, really? Yeah. Just buy some really quick. We'll go back and re-record that. <laughs> Under no circumstances. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. All right. Hey, two out of three. Two out of three. So That's okay. Close. You'll have a victory lap at the beginning of the news section. Don't you worry. All right. <laughs> so for myself, I wanted to get at least 15 shinies. I did do that. I undercut myself severely this week i should not have done that i uh did the friendship challenge i also completed the elite version that was my particular goal to myself that was a lot of hearts man hey you know what i sure was happy i had all those poffins (laughs) Uh, uh, i used like uh, five just back uh, to back yeah it was pretty frustrating and 175 rockets i'm at 190 right now i'm killing it i'm killing it these balloons are really making my dreams come true if you know what i mean and then 300k stardust definitely did that i didn't even factor in the oddish uh, spotlight hour that happened right before our recording it was extra stardust yeah there we go easy peasy let's move on to the news Our first piece of news is old news, but that doesn't mean it's bad news. It's, in fact, good news. Well, better news for some of us than others. Ghastly Community Day was this weekend, and I want to know, 
how we did. Mr. Kyle, you set a goal for 20 shinies, although you had promised me that you were going to go way harder than that. So how did you end up doing? I got 39. I'm sorry. Come again? (laughs) I got 39, but there's more to this because I ended up stopping at about 3.30, 345, just... I was too tired of being out. I was like, nah, this is, I'm, I'm kind of good now. I don't think I could make it another yeah. hour and a half at this point. And for the first time ever in my Pokemon Go history, I had a shiny run for me. <gasps> really? What really? happened? Oh, no. That's an awful feeling, first of all. But what happened? Nothing. I just golden raspberry, ultra ball. It was like a great curve throw. He broke out and he ran. Are you sure he wasn't in your inventory afterwards? Nope, he was not. Oh, what I, are the odds? <laughs> I was very heartbroken because that would have put me at exactly 40. But, you know, what are you going to do? Wait, don't tell me that was the last one. It was not. It was it oh. was sometime part of the way, like towards the end. I'd already had like 35 at that point. But that was going to be like a feels bad turns into like a feels <laughs> real bad, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. But hey, well, 39 is still incredible. (laughs) The perfectionist in both of us is a little bit like one more, though. You know, I tried so hard. I had the incense going at home. No, didn't happen. Oh, I love it. I love it anyway. But good job. Hey, really, really good job Um, for myself. I got 25. I had six in the first like two, three hours, something like that. And then I was hanging out with my sister and then like my uh, my ball plus my I keep wanting to call it the go plus, but it's the Pokeball plus. I kept letting that do a lot of the heavy lifting, although I still was like turn up short. It wasn't like I wasn't playing, but then I ended up taking my sister home and went back out and was just driving around in some of the spots and doing my usual thing. It turned around for me then, but not quite the same level, Kyle. That's 39 is something else. It's good for you. I'm happy. That's your favorite Pokemon. And there's your community day. It was great. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on the other aspects of the event? I I mean, I don't care about the hatch distance if that's what you're asking about <laughs> no I, no i mean like was spawn no because we already know that but like the the spawn density was that good uh it was i mean fine. was okay it was the catch rate was fine hard too. no it was hard <laughs> but the, see i have conflicting things though because ghastly is an annoying pokemon to catch just in general it's True. got a bit of that zubat situation going on <laughs> it's a nice way of putting it yeah <laughs> but it was weather boosted for the first four hours or three hours, actually. It was weather boosted for the first three hours. So it was a nightmare. <laughs> Every single one was taking two or three Pokeballs. And not regular Pokeballs, but great or ultra balls for me. Yeah. And yeah. these were not like just right at whatever throws. These were great throws or better all day. I was so tired by the end of it. That is something else. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It wasn't quite as bad as what was the other day? Was it? It was uh, Swine Up. Swine Up. That's the exact reference I yeah. made during the day. I was like, this is almost as bad as Swine Up Day. No, Swine Up Day was difficult on its own way. It was hard to catch. It had a low BCR and a bunch of different stuff. Like, I just yeah. was like, it was not... also boosted for us. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. But we were in a mall that day. So, you know, hey, you pros and your cons. Rainforest <laughs> Cafe, hard Pokemon to catch. You know, you pick yeah. and choose. But yeah, so pretty much Community Day went off without a hitch. Uh, some of us made out like a bandit, and some of us just made out like a, a shorter bandit, I suppose. That's fine. <laughs> 25 is still a good haul. Did you get any decent Gastlys? Yes, yes, I did. I ended up, I think, snagging a rank 5 Ultra League Gengar, 
which I'm very happy about, and a rank 22 Great League Gengar, which I'm very happy about. Not now, bad. as far as like regular IVs, like did I get a 100? No. I don't know why this keeps happening to me on community day. I catch uh, for six hours. No 100%, no 98s, no nothing. What's going on? I got a rank five Great League, rank 19 Ultra League, Ooh. and 100%. Wow, man, and, dude. you oh. And the 100% is my third 100% Ghastly. Ghastly? So you have one of each, one of each family member? Heck no. Oh. <laughs> They're okay. all evolved to Gengar, and one of them is maxed out, and the other is like level 35. Did you use some elite TMs, put some shadow punches on them? No, I just evolved the 100%, and I'll use that one in like Ultra League if I want to. Are any or of the other Master ones League. legacy? Does one know Lick or something? Uh, let me double check. I don't think so. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, one of them does know Lick. One's from the original uh, Raid Day, right? Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember that. That was a cause for celebration at the time, and it is now, several years later. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. One more notable thing for me is immediately after I caught that Ghastly, I got invited to do a remote Alola Marowak raid. It was not shiny, but it was 100%. Oh, I thought you were going to say, but it was nice that people were thinking of me. (laughs) 100%. That's pretty good. So, yeah, that's going to factor into my goals at the end of today. So it's just a fair warning. We'll see. Did you already max one out? No, I have not maxed one out yet because until remote raids, I had only gotten one. And uh, not the best IVs, so you got to hold out, right? No, it's just I made it for PvP for one of the cups, and now I don't want to max it out. (laughs) Right, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Well, that's cool. Well, congratulations. It sounds like you've had quite the the, the ghostly weekend. It's been a good week. It's been a good week. Has been. That's been a good week for you. Awesome. Well, it's going to be a great week for us leading up to this upcoming huge event this upcoming weekend. What is it, Kyle? I'm, I'm not sure. What is it? I think it's GoFest. I'm not so sure. Oh, man, that's right. My calendar. Yeah, it's GoFest. It's GoFest. Yeah. So we got a new announcement today about some GoFest related stuff. It was all about the virtual lounges and the other sorts of content that trainers can enjoy throughout their day, days, time. If you're going to be inside, I'd really recommend doing this because there's going to be a live stream and a bunch of other stuff. But anyway, getting ahead of myself. Let's read this release together. Trainers, are you excited for this weekend? You bet. Download your printed home kit, stock up on Pokeballs, and prepare your incense. Pokemon Go Fest 2020 is happening in just a few days. What? Whoa. The in-app festivities aren't the only way we're bringing the event to you. Throughout the weekend, there will be exciting new ways to connect with your fellow trainers. It'll be almost as if you were at an in-person Pokemon Go Fest with everyone. Almost, but close. Relax in the Virtual Team Lounge. The Virtual Team Lounge is an online space that'll feature a ton of exclusive Pokemon Go Fest content and more. Similar to a team lounge at traditional Pokemon Go Fest events, this space will provide trainers worldwide a place to chill in when they're taking a break from playing. Although I don't think that AC is included. Hopefully you can take care of that yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Enjoy exclusive Pokemon Go Fest video content and more. Rest your catching arm and watch some videos together with your fellow trainers. Stay in the loop with the latest event happenings. Check out what the Pokemon Go team and trainers around the world are posting on social media about Pokemon Go Fest 2020, all without leaving the virtual team lounge. Yeah, just keep this thing up on the monitor all weekend. That sounds awesome. (laughs) Grab a sneak peek at our Pokemon Go Fest 2020 live stream lineup. Ooh. Tune into our live stream hosted in the virtual team lounge and catch the following segments. 
Pokemon Go Fest 2020 Global Kickoff on Friday, July 24th at 2 p.m. PDT. Join your fellow trainers and start the festivities together with a kickoff keynote by John Hankey, founder and CEO of Niantic. Oh, it's going to be good to see John up there doing <laughs> a thing. That'll be fun. The makings of a Pokemon Go Fest. Ever wonder what it takes to make a Pokemon Go Fest event happen? Tune in and hear from Liz George, manager of community and social, and Laura Warner, game designer, to find out how we make the adventure happen. No, that'll be sweet. We've had Liz on the show before, and Liz is just just a, a peach and a half. So mm-hmm. you guys should definitely maybe besides the fact that that's going to be incredibly <laughs> interesting based on the content <laughs> alone, you've also got two killer hosts, so that's going to be sweet. Printed Home Kit, how to build a gift. Yep, we got that stuff going on. Feeling crafty, learn how to build a real life gift directly from the artist who created it, Craig Kitzman. And then there's a link to the print at home stuff, which is fun. Hopefully you guys already got some good quality paper together and doing that. Pokemon Go Developer Insights. Here from Matt Slemon, product lead for Pokemon Go, as he shares some insights and highlights of what's to come. Getting started in the Go Battle League. New to the Go Battle League? Fear not. We're here to help you build a team featuring Pokemon you'll encounter during Pokemon Go Fest. Oh, that one sounds interesting. Yeah. It'll be particularly like curated for the catching pools for the event. That's pretty neat. Social impact and diversity. Learn all about what Niantic is doing in the realm of social impact and diversity. I'm assuming they'll be talking a bit about the commitments that they made towards the Black Lives Matter movement stuff that they posted in that memo a month and a half ago, two months ago now. Jeez. How much time has passed? I have no idea. Uh, oh, my God. How long is it? Two months? Has it been two months? Yeah, I want to say it was a little bit later in the process than everybody else was because they took their time to put an actual like m- like movement effort together. Mm-hmm. So it might have been only a month ago. Anyway, they're probably going to talk about that, which is going to be interesting, too. Pokemon Go Fest 2020 commercial behind the scenes filmed and directed remotely with team members in London, New York, San Francisco, Seattle and Tokyo. Our Pokemon Go Fest commercial look closer was inspired by our global trainer communities and relationships. In this behind the scenes segment, you can learn about how this commercial was made. Plus, you can look forward to an appearance from the director, Rian Johnson himself which we talked about in a previous episode. Star Wars guy. <laughs> <laughs> On the go update. Catch live event updates and play Pokemon Go trivia for your chance to win prizes. This live segment will be occurring several times throughout the live stream. And I've got a little announcement for you guys. I'll be hosting the live stream trivia with Ken from over at Lured Up. Kyle here gets to sleep in. <laughs> yeah. Once you see the timeline for it, I'm like, all right, Chris, I'm, I'm actually glad that you're going to do it with Ken. It's okay. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be really fun. But yeah, the times kind of end up being a little bit wonky for the live stream. If you guys want to tune in to Ken and I, I'll give you guys the times in my time zone, which is CDT Central Time. And <laughs> it's going to be 1:05 a.m., 5:05 a.m. and 2:05 p.m. That's when we'll be doing these live streams. So come on through. We'd love to hang out with you guys. I think it's going to be uh, there's going to be some chat involved. So you guys can come in and harass Ken and I. It'll be a lot of fun. Come hang out. And then lastly, an avatar fashion show. Share a screenshot of your avatar style using hashtag Pokemon Go Fest 2020 for a chance to be featured in this segment. There is so much stuff here. All right, Kyle, let's let's do the good, the bad and the ugly. Okay. Let's do let's do the good first. What are you looking towards the most out of this list of things? Uh, I want to see what they do for the getting started and go battle league. Yeah, I think because, that's going to be uniquely interesting. Because historically, when games and developers try to talk about 
the meta or like what is good in the game, it's really bad. <laughs> like it's really bad because they want to avoid being too meta focused. Well, not necessarily too meta focused, just too. They focus too much on not being negative about what's good versus bad. Whereas here, for example, I'm just going to tell you, yeah, don't ever do that. It's bad. Just it's bad. <laughs> They're going to teach you how to make the decisions instead Hopefully. of telling you which decisions to Hopefully. make. But they also are probably going to veer away from like helping people understand what turns are in PVP and they're going to focus right. specifically on teams. But I do like that it's catered towards the GoFest spawns, especially because we have that spawn pool that's battle focused, at least in the name. And we don't know yeah. what's going to be in that yet, but I'm sure it's going to be related to this now. Pro- probably. But I also think that there's kind of a saving grace with this that might take away, like if a serious PVP or was watching it, they're like, okay, they're not talking about anything that actually pertains to me. This is more of a beginner's thing. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that they're picking from the spawn pools for the event kind of saves it in that aspect. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to, to what you just pointed out, the, the Go Fest, the Go Battle League section for sure, for all the reasons we just discussed. But I'm also really, really interested to hear two things. I know this is cheating, but the, the developer insights, because I just love those. I eat those alive for every game I've ever played and the makings of a Pokemon Go Fest, because I imagine yeah. it's going to be a lot of video of Liz running around down hallways, just like <laughs> trying to get stuff done. And that sounds like an interesting video to watch for sure. Yeah, I, I agree with the, the making. Event planning is so hard. All right, so now what are you looking forward to the least? We're going to leave out ugly because I don't really don't think it applies here. There's nothing on here that's like, ooh, why would they do that? It's just <laughs> things I'm more excited about and then least excited about, I suppose. You don't want to talk about the fashion show being ugly? I don't think it's going to be ugly, Kyle. I know okay. you left, but I don't think it's going to be all that bad. <laughs> no, no, I so. laughed because I'm currently reading the new Avatar Kyoshi book. So when I hear oh, okay. Avatar fashion show, my first thought <laughs> is about avatar and i'm picturing ang in that one scene where he's wearing kiyoshi's outfit trying to go down a runway and that's where that's my right. mind is right now that's right oh my gosh <laughs> i forgot i forgot all about that we're like the sleeves too big for him too like the oh, entire like, outfit i mean yeah avatar kiyoshi is like eight feet tall so <laughs> yeah and and ang is like what like uh 11 Four years ten. old so yeah <laughs> uh that's amazing that's amazing so yeah what are you looking forward to the least is it safe to say the fashion show i mean Probably, although if I'm being completely honest, the how to build a gift. Oh, yeah, yeah. If they were to talk about it from a like a design aspect of it, especially with the artist, I'd be all over it. But given that it's a crafty aspect of it, I'm not particularly interested. Ah, man, I don't really know. I'm having a hard time picking one. I'm looking forward to the least. I'm looking forward to all of it a little bit. I mean, yeah, even even the fashion show. I'm kind of jazzed about that. That'll be kind of fun to see what people can pull together. Um, especially since they made some of those combinations that were causing visual glitches not possible anymore. <laughs> oh, so, but those would win. That's true. That'd be really funny. Just like a bunch of just like <laughs> pieces of clothing clipping over each other on a character. That'd be yep. amazing. I'm probably going to go ahead and say the gift one as well. I'm going to watch it and I'm going to love it. But in compared to everything else, it's less hype maybe for me. Yeah. Yeah. But man, this lineup is killer. So you guys should definitely check this out. And <laughs> I feel like I should have said the thing I was looking forward to the most was the trivia that I'm doing. But that's, <laughs> that's a given. Little, yeah, that's a given. Yeah, I do have one thing I want to say is I really hope that whatever they're doing for this virtual team lounge and the online space they're creating helps give Niantic an idea about 
putting something into the game itself because having stuff that players can interact with each other in the game as well as in real life is just something I've wanted for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be any implementations in the today view that are like, you know, takeaway modules or something from the overall lounge idea. Mm -hmm. There might be some trackers or something who knows, but that's all speculation. So who has any idea? But yeah, I think, I think you're right. And this is cool. That's a cool first step, right? Would it be neat if they had like a fourth page, like they added for today? That was something like this. Yeah, just just in general, I'd love players to be able to interact with each other in the game as well, right? As as you know, on Reddit and other stuff like that, when they're trying to communicate ideas and information. I one hundred percent agree, but I I don't know. Yeah, I think we I think we've talked about the difficulties of like what something like a chat would do. Yeah, right. But even something more limited, like putting flares at gyms that you want to bring people to raid to and stuff like that, are technically social features that would not breach the whole like you know we can't we don't want to moderate com- communications yeah, sort of thing keep know? the toxicity down right and just make sure that everybody's safe stuff like that so who knows maybe we'll see some uh, maybe we'll see some integration and stuff like we said during the event but who knows for right now but that's it for the news why don't we get into gear up for this week so this week got a real quick gear up for you it's a kiram raid guide it's better late than never A lot of stuff has been going on. I know. I know. But it's okay, as you'll see at the end of this, why it's late. Kirim is a dragon ice type Pokemon. Pretty self-explanatory. The top counters are Lucario with counter and aura sphere. Lucario flexing that buffed aura sphere on top of all those fighting types. All right. Dialga, Metal Claw, Draco Meteor. What more is there to say? It's... Dialga gets another chance to shine, which is just hilarious because I still distinctly remember when Dialga came out. He's like, yeah, we don't need this. When, when right. are we going to need this? Well, it turns out having a dragon that's not weak to dragon or ice, it's real good. <laughs> Especially against a dragon ice type Pokemon. I, I know, right? Can we can we have Dialga back in raids? Ni- no. Not Niantic, please? No, absolutely please. not. Get it from a friend, Kyle. Stop bothering me. I have one, Okay. Get another That's... one from a friend. <laughs> Last up, there's Metagross with Bullet Punch and Meteor Mash. Again, bringing that steel-type DPS. It's not neutral this time. It's actually effective. Yeah, buddy. And it does work. I've been bringing like tons of Meteor Mash Metagrosses to my raids, except for today when I brought an Aggron by accident. Uh, <laughs> Everyone but, made fun uh... of them. Oh, did they? Oh, I did. I made fun <laughs> of myself. Got to beat them to it. That's the trick, right? Exactly. <laughs> Some other good counters you can use, though, besides those, because a lot of things are going to work against Kiram. Kunkelder, if you've got a whole team of those, if you've been trying hard for that shiny timber, counter dynamic punch. If you don't have the Kunkelder, Machamp is just fine. Counter dynamic punch as well. And then some rock type DPS. We've heard these names a lot, so be ready. Rhyperior, Smackdown, and Rock Wrecker. Rampardos with Smackdown and Rock Slide, and Tyranitar with Smackdown and Stone Edge. All of them good choices. Tyranitar is actually the worst of the three, but... No. Yeah. But he's still as bulky as Rhyperior. So, you know, use what you want in this situation. If you want to bring six Smackdown Tyranitars, that's fine, because Kyurem is not actually a very hard raid. I believe if you have really good counters you can duo it 
And yep. if you have okay counters, you can trio it. So yeah, with minimal problem. Yeah. One last thing. He's dragon type. What about the dragon counters? Problem is that dragons are weak to dragon type and ice types. And Kyrium happens to be dragon and ice. So while dragon types are a fine way to do DPS, they are not going to live very long, especially because some of the premier dragon types also happen to be flying type. <clears throat> Rayquaza. Rayquaza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dragonite, I believe, also is flying, right? Yeah, 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 but so, I mean, we got so, Rayquaza, so who talks about Dragonite? I, well, you know, it's a budget, people. But <laughs> so, no, me too. I got two of them. I got Max, so I got to use them for something. <laughs> so God forbid if Kiram has Blizzard, you're not even going to make it through the whole raid with your team of six. You're going to requeue several times. So, but, but may I posit that in the event that a Blizzard comes out, an Agron would survive. <laughs> Yes, an Agron would survive. Yeah, yeah. And it would deal about four DPS <laughs> for like two and a half minutes. Just some closing notes now, though, on Kiram. Is any good? N- no, not really. Kiram is okay, but it's a dragon type. And there's some real stiff competition in terms of dragon types. It is the worst legendary dragon type just above Giratina, Giratina O, and Latias. Giratina gets a pass because it's the best ghost type, and Latias is just not good in general. So true. Amongst all that matter, it is the worst. Okay, I've got something to offer you though. Okay. Redemption for Kira. Okay. Yes. What other Pokemon, not weather boosted, has CPs that land primarily on everybody's birth year that plays this game? No, nobody. I mean, it runs from like, you know, ni- like the 1960s all the way up to like 2040. So I think even if you haven't been born yet and you catch one, it'd be good shape. That's an interesting way of looking. Yeah, I've got a couple yes. 1991s. I'm going to keep those. I'm going to keep those. I've done like three Kirams and I'm honestly oh, not interested in doing any more. So. I have done many. I've done two raid two raid days and a oh couple of God. remotes like no, i'm good i'm good on this pokemon man i'm good oh i have a 1992 well there you go awesome <laughs> so close to my birthday so close but that's about all there is really to say about kiram go out and get some but let's wait for kiram black and kiram white that's gonna be the game changer when those oh, come out those will turn heads for sure Thanks, Kyle. Let's move right into the Poco lore with another Pokemon currently making people's heads turn, although I'm sure that will wear off rather quickly. It might have already. We're talking this week about Petalil, the bulb Pokemon, and Lilligant, the flowering Pokemon. Petalil first. Petalil is a plant-like Pokemon. It is a plant that resembles a plant bulb, such as an onion. There's your onion reference, Kyle. You were like, that's an onion. There you go. There it is. Yeah. It is primarily light green. Its head is tipped with three oblong leaves that are very bitter, which can cause dizziness. However, these leaves possess revitalizing effects, such as restoring a person's vigor. The leaves can also be boiled down into a liquid and used as bug repellent. The leaves color can also determine how healthy a petalil is. Its crescent-shaped white face, seemingly lacking of a nose or mouth, has brown eyes shaped like elongated ovals. A green bib is present on its neck, and its lower body consists of five stubs, two of which act as arms, and two more act as legs. 
Petalil is very popular with the elderly due to its vigor restoring leaves. Petalil tends to appear near sources of clean waters. It lives in areas with soil abundance in moisture and nutrients, like any good plant should. The homes can be either well-tended fields or flower beds. However, they will leave if the environment turns bad. This Pokemon is a female-only species with no male counterparts. Hmm. Cool, cool. Lilligant up next. Lilligant dons a scarlet flower with white spotted petals upon its head. Said flower has golden filaments with red anther resembling a crown. It possesses dark green linear leaves under the flower and light green linear leaves underneath the darker leaves. One of the light green leaves on the back of its head is about as long as its body resembles hair. Two light green leaves loosely hang down from its head. Its head and abdomen... Abdomen... (laughs) Abdom. Abdom, yeah. Its head and abdomen are white, and its eyes, which resemble seeds, are a light shade of scarlet. It has dark green linear leaves for arms and a golden sepal under its neck. It wears a large light green tulip-shaped collection of leaves resembling a dress. I think we get the idea here. There are two long, dark linear leaves. There they are again. A lot of leaves involved here. Coming from its back to around the bottom of its dress, quote, it also possesses another golden sepal-shaped extension under its dress resembling feet. Before we move on, a sepal is each of the parts of the calyx of a flower enclosing the petals and typically green and (laughs) leaf-like. Now, what's a calyx, you might ask? I don't know, but there's a picture, so I understand. Okay, yeah, I don't know what that is either. If you think about a rose and how there's red, and then at the bottom there's some green that's cupping it, that's the sepal. Is it spelled like cowlick? It's spelled C-A-L-Y-X. Oh, yeah, it's a calyx for sure. <laughs> I don't know, man. So there you I don't go. Know. We're learning nothing. <laughs> But we're doing it together. Though Lilligant is popular with celebrities, veteran trainers, and first-rate gardeners alike have struggled to coax the flower on Lilligant's head into blooming. The flowers bloomed by Lilligant in the wild are also said to be the most beautiful despite all these efforts. Once it blooms, it will wilt if Lilligant is then neglected or when it finds a male partner. The flower emits a sweet-smelling aroma. We can come back to that in a second. That was bizarre. And is believed to have a relaxing effect on those exposed by the scent. The flower's fragrance differs slightly depending on the soil it was cultivated in. The oil made by Lilligant's flowers has a sublime scent and is very expensive to buy. It is a rare Pokemon that lives in forests. Lilligant is a female-only species with no male counterpart. Okay, so... What kind of partner does it find? It finds a male partner. Are they just talking about egg groups at this point in time? I, I does the show like does the anime ever really address the idea of egg groups? They have you know, breeders. I, have I don't no really know. Clue. I think they don't touch on that very often because it's it's a kid's show, and yeah. you know, any more than just oh, there's an egg. Wonder where this came from is like treading into dangerous territory. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. That's a All good right, question. Well, you know what? You, you find your male counterpart, but why does the flower wilt if it finds its male counterpart? It should bloom bigger. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think so. I think uh, I think it's kind of like a, once you found your partner for life, like you don't have to you don't have to dress up as nice, you know. But like you don't have uh, to. <laughs> like it's about being happy. Happy, I guess. I don't know. Right, okay, but fine. but they're not. But they're plants, though, right? And animals and plants do particular things when they're trying to attract mates or attract you know bugs to pollinate it that they don't have to do once that's finished right yeah so i guess that makes sense in the plant sphere you know you're just being all sentimental over there you you little romantic look at you (laughs) 
<laughs> but anyway, that's Petalil and that's Lilligant. There's there was way more about Lilligant than I was expecting there to be. Holy cow. But um the stats are max CP of 2550 for Lilligant. 214 attack, 155 defense, and 172 stamina. Leads little to write home about. Although 214 attack for a grass type Pokemon, that's essentially a flower. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty it's cool. okay. If it's a shame about those defensive stats, because 2550 is right at Ultra League. Somebody find a use for this somewhere. No, don't, don't do that. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Oh, wait, no, they won't, because the best move set involves getting lucky with the hidden power uh. and hoping for grass for your quick move. Why? And then using Petal Blizzard as your charge move. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. There was nothing else to offer in the quick move spot oh, yeah. that also gave stab, by the way. Yeah. That's a shame. But I guess if the planets align and you manage to get this, uh, I actually, I still can't even guarantee that it's going to be worthwhile. <laughs> Probably no, not. It, Probably would, not. No. Yeah. But anyway, that's enough about these two Pokemon. Uh, they're cool. They're brand new. Get them while you can. It requires a Sunstone to evolve a Petalil into a Lilligant. And that's exciting. I like having uses for that stuff. But let's move right along here into the Pokepole. So last week's question was, now that we have some additional GoFest details, what are your goals for the event weekend? Pidgey said not to run out of Pokeballs. After Ghastly Community Day, I can relate to that heavily. That's all I can say. <laughs> True, I bet, I bet. Kevin Red Bull said, first, I'm joining the majority and saying Shiny Gibble, and I may not evolve him. He's so cute. Second, I want to play the full 20 hours, no breaks. Whoa. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Well, Lastly, hey, uh, <laughs> make sure you take care of your feet before they take care of you. Yeah, Chris knows from experience. <laughs> yes. Lastly, and most important, I want to have fun. It's my first GoFest, and I get to do it with all my friends and family. It'll be a great time. I'd love to hear from you after all 20 hours <laughs> on Sunday. From the sounds of it, he knows what he's getting himself into. So I hope good, so. And good luck good with luck. the shiny gibble. Yeah. You're aiming high. You're aiming high. True. True. Hey, you know what we forgot to add in our preparation guide last week? Hmm. A pair of really good sneakers. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. The next one's from Philosophy. My main goal is a shiny gibble. One will do, as who knows what the spawn rates will be for it. Hope to get 20 shinies for day one. Seems respectable as I got 18 shinies at Dortmund last year. Shiny Alolan Marowak, shiny Snorlax, if it's available, would be an added bonus. Oh, those are the goals, not what he's got. Okay. (laughs) Someone got a shiny Alolan Marowak in a remote raid today. Shout out to you, Greg. Shout out to Greg. I'm so jealous. <laughs> he posted where we all, everybody in the chat was like, no. <laughs> what? No, come on. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. White whale now. It is. Next one's from Canadian Crawler. To see my son smile when he catches something he likes. He's always appraising his caught Pokemon instantly to see how many stars he has. It's adorable. Oh, well, now that isn't just the most wholesome thing. Yeah, that's what it's all about, man. Yeah. Chip said, shiny hunting, rotating types, and unlocks of bonuses, and not drive my kids crazy by playing Pokemon Go like a crazy person all week. You, no, you, you drive them crazy. It's, it's your weekend. <laughs> you you indoctrinate them. This is your chance. Yeah. <laughs> to immerse them in Pokemon for so long that they don't know anything else. Yeah, see, they're, they're going to get, they're going to get so many shinies in one day. They're going to be chasing that high for the rest of their life. Exactly. That's Yeah, exactly. You get them. They're going to be clicking on Pokemon for the rest of their lives, just looking for that shine. Benny said, catch all the shinies I don't have, a PvP Alolan Muck, and a PvP Alolan Marowak. 
All right. Those are, those are good goals. I, I hope you're not missing a lot of shinies because there's going to be a lot of shiny eligible Pokemon. Yes. Yes, there will. Kimmy says, play till I'm sick of it and play some more. First go fast for me and stoked, even if it is virtual. That's the way to go. Yeah, that is. Don't don't overdo it. Gotta, no, gotta overdo have fun. it. It's all about fun. No, it's not. Get okay. it done. Okay. Get it done, Kimmy. Play till you're out of Pokeballs. <laughs> no excuses. Oh, my God. No, thanks. <laughs> I mean, that's probably going to happen on Saturday. I'm not going to lie. It, it could. We got a fair amount of stops where we're going to be playing, so yeah, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. Not as many as uh, downtown Chicago or something like that, but enough to get us yeah. through, I think. Last one's from Cook's Gravy, and they said, I still don't have a shiny shadow Pokemon, so I feel like that's a pretty realistic goal. Oof, I'd love a shiny shadow Pokemon. Every time I do a Team Go Rocket Meowth balloon, I'm just like, shiny, shiny. You know, it's not working. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I, I will tell you, though, I have a shiny shadow coughing, and I don't I no idea what to do with it. Nothing. No idea. Leave no. it like that. Pretty much. I just love the fact that his mouth is frowning and not smiling. That's hilarious. <laughs> Looks very upset. But yeah, Cook's Gravy, I think that's a pretty realistic goal. If if what everybody thinks is true, well, not everybody, if one of the most popular theories is true that day two has some sort of rocket thing built in mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully we'll have the chance to to dig through some of that stuff and look for some cool unique shinies like that so this week's poke poll is when it comes to live events what do you think the ideal features and sweet spot for length is all right chris do you want to go first yeah so let's let's lay a little bit of, of groundwork here first so are we going to come at this from the from the perspective of ideal features and sweet spot for length for me personally, or if I were to design an event for Niantic, these are the things I think would appeal to the most people. I definitely think it should be more towards the second one. Okay, I think so too. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna answer from that perspective because if I'm going the first one, it's Stardust in 30 hours straight. You know what I mean? <laughs> Five times Stardust <laughs> stacks with Lucky Egg, only yeah. second and third evolution spawns. <laughs> for a month and a half <laughs> all right so okay uh, we put that joke to bed sure all right so one that would appeal to everybody I, I think you know having features that don't require you to take all of the time of the event to complete is brilliant because then you can make the event longer without people feeling like they need to do the entire event so more people have access to the event right so hmm while 10 hours on paper is a lot for people to play straight, I don't think the intention is for people to play for 10 hours straight, right? So I would probably say, let's say like a full 12 hours to do a particular event would be a good way to go. But the research and the fe- the features have to be such that it's not going to make somebody feel so overwhelmed with FOMO if they don't play all 12, right? Mm-hmm. That's the big one. I think so. So I think some basic ones like times to catch experience, times to catch stardust without going in the crazy sphere of like three times everything, I think would be good. Two times everything would be good. And then whatever sort of special research you have to take you like three hours to do, you know? Yeah. Especially with something like the current GoFest, you want to be careful about locking stuff behind certain times or length of time. Yeah. Like even for the live GoFest last year, it involved going the length of the event to hit different spawns in order to complete the special research. Right. And that definitely felt bad if you didn't get all the spawns you needed before your you moved on or your group moved on for any reason. You I think up- the latter happened a lot more often. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I agree with the the length, although I would I think 10 hours is a good length for a live event because it gives time for stuff to get started and it's not a feel bad if you go take an hour to go get lunch. You know, something right. like that. As for ideal features, I mean, I'm I'm always going to say Stardust personally. But like that's not necessarily a feature in my mind as in as it is just kind of a uh, an expectation almost. A feature for me is the regionals rotating. Oh, especially. yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And I I feel like that's kind of a a gimme as an answer cuz that's what they do for their live events. But you can't do that for a virtual event because it doesn't Right. It doesn't work as well. Right. Well, so, it doesn't work at all because because there's always going to be if you like we talked about this earlier, if you have one featured regional, one region is going to be left out of the exclusivity, right? Yep. Yep. So you can't really do that. So rotating, yeah, makes the most sense. But then it devalues the entire pool. <laughs> yeah. I think in in lieu of that, you just you need to make sure spawns are good. Right. Right. Personally, for me, we talked about it when GoFest was being announced with details. I think 75 to 80 Pokemon is way too many, Mm -hmm. personally. And I would have it be a little bit more tight and have very curated for spawns, especially the rare side spawns. Right. Yeah, that's true. So I got a question for you. I just mm-hmm. thought about this when we were talking about length of time and uh, I was just mulling over that fear of FOMO thing too. So what if the length of the event was 12 hours, right? Let's say it went from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., right? So our third shifters could get in some play in the morning and, you know, stuff like that. Everybody gets a chance, essentially. Mm-hmm. What if then in the middle of the day from like 11 to 1, they turned everything off and then made everybody take a break to some degree? So it's still 10 hours, but it's over 12 hours at the two-hour break in the middle. That's a way to do it. I think the only downside of that is it is an infrastructure thing, mm-hmm. especially just, I mean, we were there for GoFest when they turned it off because of the weather, but on a global scale, potentially, you don't want to have to do that because things break as we've seen. Right, 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 right. I think they were able to do that so quickly for GoFest uh, because they had already set up a special place, but there were no other stops, just the event stops, right? So they just had to turn that whole thing yeah. off. Not just global turn this particular thing off, right? So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you're right. But anyway, we talked about this for a, uh, quite a while now. If you, dear listener, have an answer to the question, when it comes to live events, what do you think the ideal features and sweet spot for length is? You can answer when we post the question on social, such as Facebook and slash or Twitter. Or if you're a patron of ours, you can answer in Discord. We pull a lot of our answers from there. Uh, you can also leave us a voicemail at 262 586 7717. If you missed that, it's on our website. It's also in our show notes. But you can also send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And speaking of emails, 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 email. It's email time. Yeah, email, email. Hey, hey. So, first one's from Boston. And they said, this is the entire city, by the way. This is really, really, really awesome. <laughs> they all sent us one email. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Chris and Kyle, I'm Boston, and I'm emailing in for the first time. I would like to get your opinion on a few things. I've recently found my local community of Pokemon goers, and with that has brought Reshram and Zekrom and Curium Galore. I've actually become fairly bored with Legendary Raids, as there is no shiny variant in these, and I've gotten several hundred percents. Well, look at you. Chris over here with his 
89s all over filling his arms. I'll have you know I caught a 98% Kirim today. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Wow. How useful. My question is, do you think they will release a shiny legendary next for the raid rotation? Or will it be another non-shiny raid rotation? Oh, geez. They've got two more questions. But let's answer this one first while we're here, just because it's a big one. Okay. What do you think, Chris? Oh, geez. I think I think it could kind of go either way. If they are going to continue down the route of this generation of legendaries that they've been rolling out slowly, I, I don't think it's too far off to assume we might see Kieran Black and Kieran White in the future. If we don't see them, I think they'll save them for a special occasion. But it's possible we might see the return of a popular raid while it is still the middle of the summer, such as maybe Rayquaza or something that has a shiny variant to break up all the new content to space it out. Yeah. See, this is a tough topic to have because I'm sure Niantic wants to release new shiny raids. You you can bet they want to release new shiny raids. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's money, of course. But they have to balance it with how interesting the Pokemon is because they don't want too many people playing right out right but i think with the release of remote raids there's a very good likelihood of us seeing a return legendary get a shiny for the next rotation yeah i think so too especially depending on the numbers for sales of remote raids if it looks like they're off the charts we might see something like a new one like dialga get it shiny especially because it's so relevant lately more people are going to want to do it True. That's true. That would be incredible if they pulled that out. That'd be so great. Now, I need it. I need it. I'm going to go ahead and out on a limb and say, Kyle, without looking at any of the data, definitely sales for remote raid passes off the charts, man. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. There's no way that anybody could tell me that it's not performing well. You know, maybe if somebody from Niantic told me that I wouldn't believe it. Based on the buzz, I wouldn't wouldn't either. The blatant positivity. (laughs) No, if they told me, of course, I'd be like, well, I guess you are literally the authority. So that must be true. Why are you lying to me? (laughs) But I would look them in the face and be like, no way. Tell me what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's doing it. People that have never spent money on this game are buying remote raid passes to participate because it's easy for them to do it. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I don't imagine that it's not killing it. But there's more to this email. Oh, that's true. I'm sorry. So, Got carried away. The second question. This question is not as long, but what are your predictions on what the next legendary ray will be? Well, I'm going to stick to Shiny Dialga because there's honestly no other good legendaries from Gen 5. They're all forms left, actually, yeah. which is kind of surprising. That is a really good guess. It's a really good guess. I'm going to give you guys two. If they don't give us a raid boss that has a shiny form and it's something new, I think we're going to see probably Kurum Black or Kurum White. I think that's less likely to happen. But if it no, if the other option doesn't happen, I think that might be what happens. But if we do see a Pokemon back with, you know, shininess as a possibility, I don't know. I'm still thinking Rayquaza. They, OK, actually, that's not fair to say because they could pretty much pull out Rayquaza at any point in time. We'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You yeah. Like, oh, oh, Rayquaza. Yeah. Right? So if I have to make an informed decision instead of just a safe one, it's summer. We might see Groudon and Kyogre back. Yeah. We might. A little while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, have we seen we haven't heard anything about a water festival yet, have we? No, I don't think that's it's going to happen, obviously. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. But yeah, we, we've seen Grout on Kyogre just about every summer since they've come out. So I would imagine <laughs> we'll see them again. Yeah, that's a fair guess. And they're good legendaries. So and good sweet shinies, shinies man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One more question. I want to know if you have any Shundos or Shadow Shiny Pokemon. Well, Chris. Do you have any Shundos? I'm looking. 
Yes, I have one Shundo and I have one Shadow Shiny Pokemon. I have Shadow Shiny Coughing, which we discussed earlier. Yep. That I have no idea what to do with. And then I have a 100% shiny Espeon that I got from Eevee Day. Oh, yeah. That uh, I maxed out instantly and I'm very thrilled because it's bright green and obnoxious. <laughs> no and no. I don't oh. have I don't have either. Can you do me a favor really quick? Hmm? How much Eevee candy do you have? Every time I open up an Eevee, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Why? I have, I have a decent chunk. Uh, yeah. Not that much, though. Not as much as I thought. 1,200? really yeah i'm at 4300 yeah no i don't have that many how many ghastly candy you got we, i, I oh, should have asked you earlier that's a good question especially because of all the evolutions lately 2581 i have 2326 and i evolved five gat five gengar oh yesterday. i only evolved four we were very close though all yeah. the same <laughs> anyways oh that's man a fun, that's a fun question though yeah it is a fun question thanks for making me feel like i'm not a dweeb for playing pokemon go Boston. Nah, man, that comes from inside you, buddy. You yeah. did that for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the email, Boston. This next one's from Pidgey Grabba. Hey, Kyle and co-hosts, and even Chris, if needed. Well, <laughs> all right. I have a goal to get best buddies increased. When the feature first rolled out, and I was slow to adopt it. Since getting my clock cleaned by best buddies, primarily in Masters, in Season 1, I took it more seriously. I currently have six best buddies and want more. I'm hoping to have 10 sometime. Poffin free. Ooh, what a challenge. I was able to get best buddy status on my Reshiram in just over a month, but try to get at least four hearts per day with my priority buddies. Keep me honest and I'll try my best. Pidgey Grabba. Well, hey man, I'll, I'd be happy to oh. harass you on social media about Jeez. this. This is a sweet, this is a sweet thing. Every once in a while I'll pop in and be like, hey, best buddy update? Best buddy update? <laughs> best buddy update? <laughs> oh. That's something else, though. I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to use the best buddy fi- feature. Honestly. I still don't have one. I don't. I mean, I don't either, but that's because I've changed so frequently. Oh, this Nakata's getting there, man. I'll tell you what. I don't use it, though. Like, I had the Spirit Tomb for long enough to be best buddies with easily. It was my buddy for like three or four months. But I don't enjoy the tedium of getting hearts every day. It's growing on me, though, dude. Nope. It's no. growing on me. Yeah, man, Ninkata takes 20 minutes to walk on screen when he plays him. He's like, hey, how's it going? It's cute. I will probably get a best buddy with my shiny maxed out Gengar at some point. And that's probably about it. Maybe I'll best buddy a Dialga if I get a really good one. Ooh, that'll be a fun one. So, Do you like Dialga? No, but him being best buddy is basically a requirement if you want to use him in PvP. So True, true that, true that. All right. Well, cool. Thanks for the email, Pidgey. I appreciate it. Next email is from Moon. Hey, guys. Moon here writing to y'all. Really been enjoying the podcast lately. It has helped me get through many long work days. Anyways, the reason I'm writing you guys is not only to congratulate you on the 100th episode. I know I'm a bit late. Shh. <laughs> but also because I recently caught a shiny Eevee, and I'm not sure which evolution I should evolve it into. Any suggestions? Thanks. I may be writing to you both again in the future, but until then, peace out, homies. Well, Espeon. Espeon. All right. I'm going uh, to take a different route here. Umbreon. <laughs> no. Oh. Don't do that. Umbreon's a good one, though. It's, it's got, no. got blue highlights. Yeah, but it's only highlights. Save it for Sylveon. Oh, okay. okay. I think Sylveon is a sweet shiny. And obviously, we're, we're a little ways away from that, but it's looking closer and closer. 
<laughs> it is. As the days go by, we get closer and closer. Yes. <laughs> That's how time works. It's linear, yes, right? It's linear. <laughs> it's linear. <laughs> so God. definitely Sylveon. If you haven't looked up the shiny, you should look it up. It's sweet. It's got some blue highlights in it. It's good. Yeah. So does Umbreon. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> okay yeah you're technically right it's really all about about if you want a, an ugly huge green monster or if you want something that actually looks good if you want the obnoxious green monster go espion you won't be disappointed i swear okay anyway thank you for the email moon appreciate it this next one's from logan hi chris or kyle or kyle and chris it's me, Logan. Sorry I didn't send the rest of the story after my last email. I've been working on my book, so I've not gotten to it. But here is a section with Genesect. If you guys remember, Logan wrote in a story about a trainer that him and his friends made up. It was his trainer named Steel K, I believe. And then his two friends also made up background stories for their characters that they made as well. So here's a little, just a little bit of that story um, that he sent to us this past week. Steel sat in his room the night after catching Genesect. He was pondering how to show everyone the Pokemon, as he caught it in the middle of the night. He sketched pictures of scenes he could tell people. It was attacking the town? No. People would notice if it was doing that. It went after Harmless Wooloo? No, that won't work either. Hmm. There is more of us, Genesec clacked. Hmm? Stilk asked, but not wholeheartedly. There was more Pokemon like me on the mountain. Bring me, Stilk replied. And there's a little bit more on the email. It has to do with goals, I believe, and stuff like that. My goal is to get at least four shiny ghastly so I can get the whole family and one for when Mega comes out. That's smart. Right, Y'all should plan ahead right. as well. I have been drawing some manga art of the podcast and hope to send it to you sometime <laughs> soon. Dude, yeah, send that over. We'll eat that alive. That sounds awesome. That sounds really cool. Uh, I have no questions this time except for if Kyle can answer my question from last time. If you could bring Pokemon of each type and its evolutions into real life, what would it be? You guys are the best. Logan. Now, Logan, you're the best. All right, Kyle, answer the question. If oh, you could bring man. one Pokemon of each type and its evolutions into real life, what would it be? I did this at the end of an episode last time and you weren't there. Um, I literally just went rapid fire through all the ones that I like from each type. OK, OK, there's a lot yes. of typing. I'm going to do my best. I'm also looking through them real quickly so I can remember stuff. Uh, OK, no, water. No, you, you got to prepare a lot less. That's, that's how this is more fun. Trust exactly. Me. So water okay. is, is star you easy. Staryu's it's great Pokemon. I just I love Staryu. No no questions about it. I did know this. <laughs> you did know this. You didn't I, know this. I did not know this. This is news to me. What do you mean? Staryu's cool. I didn't know you had a special place in your what? heart for Staryu. I love Staryu. We've, we've never had a conversation about Staryu. Don't get mad at me, Kyle. We never talked about this. I'm offended. Steel 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 is really hard. Um, Steelix. No, Aaron. Just because. Aaron deserves love. Okay. Except to be shiny. Oh, don't be shiny. I don't want that. That's okay. <laughs> Next up's Rock. Can it be Aaron again? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, sure. Go for it. No, mm-hmm. I'm joking. I'm joking. I see don't the well, hold of, me the well of creativity Aaron. is running deep this week. I can see. <laughs> uh, oh man. Rock Pokemon are scary Pokemon, though. Like, yeah, man. Rocks are terrifying. They don't uh, move? Probably Kranidos. I'm, I'm going to go with Kranidos. It's a good one. Psychic. Alolan Raichu. Just just Alolan Raichu. Because it's psychic. Who doesn't want a surfing bunny? That's a good one. Poison. Nidoran. Male. Because Nidoking. It's great. It's purple. What's not to love? I, love I think I did Nidorino. That's real funny. <laughs> okay. Normal. That one's actually really easy. It's Pidgey. Because I, I love Pidgey. 
pigeons. <laughs> it's it's really it's really cute. It's my favorite of the birds outside of maybe Talonflame. Okay, fair enough. Wait, it's your favorite bird Pokemon in general besides Talonflame? Yeah, and and non legendaries, I guess. Okay, sure, sure. But I'm a yeah. Ice type, Lapras, easy. It's a good one. Ground type. Gligar, yes. Gligar is such a good Pokemon. I forgot it was ground type for a second. Oh, I thought you were going to say Groudon. I thought we were just going to move on from that one. I was totally thinking of Groudon. I'm like, that would be a terrible thing to have in real life. (laughs) It would be. Grass type Pokemon. It's got to be Trico because I love Trico. Okay. And the whole line. Ghost type, we can skip that. Flying type. Dragon Knight. Pidge. Does that count? Does that count? If yeah, Dragonite counts, if, yeah. If, but like it's a whole line. The previous line's not flying. I feel like that, that doesn't, okay. doesn't matter. No, okay. That's fine. Fire type. Hound hour. Yes. Hound hour. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Fighting type is Galarian Farfetched. No question. Fairy Meryl. Fairy's gonna be Meryl. I, I had to like look at my I had to like think about that for a second because Azuril's water, but it gains the fairy type of Meryl, right? Not Azumarill? Yes. Okay, cool. No, cool. no. Azuril's fairy as well. It's just not water. Oh, I had it's it backwards. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's easy to forget because they were normal probably in Gen 1 before fairy was a thing. Well, in the first five or, gens. You mean Generation 2? I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, first five gens. <laughs> yeah. Electric type is Jolteon because that's my favorite evolution. You got to have one of them in there, man. I think I chose Vaporeon for my water type. That's fair. Dragons axe you oh gotta have a cute one gotta have yeah. a cute little monster yeah dark galarian zigzagoon oh yeah. yeah nice like a little that. bit of splash like that can i can i forego the bug pokemon and take a second ghost pokemon no <laughs> oh is there a bug ghost i no yes there is i don't want it <laughs> oh there is a bug ghost you. that's right that's right I yeah skaroopy is skaroopy because i like poison types and it's primary poison <laughs> secondary bug yeah, there you go. And it'd be terrifying. It'd be terrifying in real life. So let's also, go with it that. grows out of its bug typing later on. So yeah, exactly. That. See, I worked out. I worked around it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, geez, okay, that's an interesting team of eighteen to have in real life for sure. Uh, yeah, man, I wish I remembered my list off the top of my head, but it took it took a while. So good job getting through that pretty quick. But thank you for the email there, Logan. Appreciate you uh, writing that up and asking that question. Next email is from Jose. He said, just wanted to say, sup, Jose. What's up? Sup. Thanks for the email. (laughs) (laughs) Next email is from Phoenix. They said, hola, it's me, Phoenix. I'm back and Ghastly Community Day was fun. I also got a shiny Ghastly and Haunter, but there is bad news. I have no more Pokeballs like my boy Jackson. Oh, no. I was going to get more Pokeballs, but I can't open my store tab. I'm so sad, but I'll have to wait to level up. So bye. I wish you the best of luck on getting more Pokeballs, especially in preparation for the next community day. Yeah, hopefully we can get that store tab working for you because there's free daily uh, like packages in there right now, giving yeah. everybody a few balls here and there. So Have that, has that rolled out to everybody now? Is that, yeah, is that yeah. everyone? It's, yeah, it's okay. been out for, uh, I want to say, a week and a half. Yeah, okay. For everybody? Yep. Yeah. But thanks for the email, Phoenix. Appreciate it. This one's from Seth. Hey, Chris and Kyle. It's been a while. After the start of the pandemic, I was working 65 to 70 hours a week, and naturally, my time to spend playing the game and listening to the podcast was drastically cut down. Since I've had coworkers start returning to work and my life has started to shift back to, quote, normal as possible, I've finally been able to truly grind the game and get back into the podcast. 
Since listening to my first episode back on Wednesday, July 15th, I've caught the following. Shiny Murkrow, Shiny Hippo Potatoes, Shiny Krabby, 100% Kirim. Thank you for the raid invite, Kyle. Oh, there you go. A Shiny P-Dove, 13 Shiny Ghastly, a Hundo Ghastly, and a Shiny Bellsprout. I think it's safe to say you guys are my good luck charm. Thanks for all the work you put into the podcast. I can't wait to listen to all the episodes I missed. Seth. Hey, you know what? We've heard it from other people before. Doctor recommended for shiny rate increase. <laughs> Listen to us while you're out doing the thing, doing the game, playing the game. Yeah, that, that, that's a great selection of shinies in such a short time, too. It's quite the haul. Also, the hippo potatoes reference just uh, it ages like fine wine. Oh, man. I still it just, call it hippo potatoes all the time. Well, because hi- hippopotas <laughs> is a difficult word. <laughs> Look, I can't say it. Okay, I can. Okay. I've I gotten better. I can say it now, but. We're like a year uh, removed now. <laughs> really? Is there another word like that that you just have like a hard time saying that maybe you've learned how to say since, but like you had a hard time before? I'm sure there is. There's something okay. out there, but not off the top of my head. Mine was entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Yeah. In college, my friends had made fun of me because I kept saying entrepreneur and I couldn't stop saying it like that. Like there was something stuck in my na- nasal cavity. I couldn't like pass the pressure or something. So it was just like, <laughs> I, I was like entrepreneur. <laughs> I say milk funny and I, I can't help it. I think it's a, it's partially an accent thing, but. Wait, how do you say, say it again? I say milk. Oh, you say milk with the I, E? I say milk with an E. Yeah. Oh I can't God. help it. I don't even hear it. Okay. I had to I had to very very physically force myself to say it normally the first time. Milk. I said it. I Milk. Say, no, I can't do it. Do you say both with an L or no? Yeah, they, they both have an L. An L. Wait, no, no, no. Wait. No, no. Do you say the word both itself, both with an L or no? No. See, do you say both or both? I say both. Yeah. Both? I, I say both. Both or both? Both. I can't tell what you're saying. <laughs> It sounds like you're doing both. Oh, my gosh. I right, say let's just, both. Let's just move on, okay? okay. Let's just move, on. move I, on. I say it with the L, by the way, for those keeping score at home. Good <laughs> Lord. I don't know if I've ever heard someone mention that, but we're going to move on for now. Oh, you're going to notice it everywhere now. I'm like, oh, my God. We're going to come back to this one in the future. Okay. All right. Next email is from Mitch, and they said, hi, Kyle and Chris. Ah. <laughs> How are you guys? I'm doing great. I'm doing okay. <laughs> oh, How you doing, thanks. Mitch? I'm doing great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm emailing you now in this extremely special pre GoFest period to set some goals and just to brag, I guess. Nice. Community day just kind of happened to me yesterday. I had planned to go and walk around a local university until I heard there was a good chance it was closed to visitors. It also rained heavily pretty much the whole day. So myself and my friends decided to hunker in the bunker that is my basement. I ended with 13 shinies. Great. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, that's that pretty is pretty good. good. As for goals for GoFest and beyond, here's what I got. Max my first shiny ever in Go, a Dratini from its community day, which I have named Prim. Get a second great league team sorted, so I don't rely so much on my team of three meta Pokemon. That's a good idea. It is, unless you're like me and just these filthy meta slave. <laughs> except for yeah. now because now all three of my teams are going to need to use a gengar in some way and i'm prepared to lose horrifically every time oh my gosh yes develop a solid plan for GoFest. open to location suggestions within the chicagoland area 50 shinies from GoFest weekend Woo! i think that's reasonable if it's a good uh shiny good spawns goal. are boosted the second day as well as the first i think that's a that's a good target 
Nah, Kyle, let's get 50 in that first day. I will die. Yes. Thanks for all you do, GoCast people. Cook's gravy. Okay, mm-hmm. so there is there is kind of like a hidden question in here, right? Open to location suggestions within the Chicagoland area. Mm-hmm. Happens to be our area of play, keeping in mind social distancing and all the guidelines put forth by our state currently. I think the safe thing to suggest is, is parks, open parks, that you have lots of space to move around and not be on top of other people. Mm-hmm. Normally, Kyle and I would suggest the following downtown Chicago near Millennium Park, the Art Campus District. If you want to go to Navy Pier, that's also a good option. We've had some good success out there. Indoor malls such as Woodfield are also a popular location when things are back to normal. Unfortunately, all these suggestions are not that great right now. Yeah. But luckily, we have lots of huge, spacious parks out in the suburbs and even downtown. So find one. I'm sure that would be the best way to go. Yeah. Anywhere, anywhere that's got a nice path that you can walk to hit the stops and not have to go through fields to hit everything is especially good. Right. Exactly. Thanks for the email, Cook's Gravy. This last one is from Cameron. Hey, guys. Hope you're doing well. Quick, quick check. You're doing well, Kyle. I'm doing well. I'm also doing well. Thanks for asking to answer your questions about the podcast citation. This is a scholarly citation in a school paper, (laughs) if I remember correctly. Uh, It's not like a bad citation. It's just a thing to cite my source so I don't get an F for plagiarism. That's that's a good reason. Yeah. Anyways, I have had an awesome week of Pogo. So I had a plan for Community Day. The day before that was my open house party, and I knew that I was going to be tired and go to bed early. I was going to set my alarm for 10 a.m. and have time to get ready to head out for my local park for the day. So I'd have so much pogo play before I had a friend's open house in the afternoon. Oh, how that plan failed. For some reason, my alarm clock got unplugged. Note, don't make fun of me for not using a phone alarm. I grew up not allowed to have my phone in my room when I go to sleep. Actually, you know what? That's probably good. Uh, That's no, awesome. See, I'm going to make fun of you for something else. Why do you not have an f- alarm clock that runs on batteries? That's what I grew up with. So, <laughs> Oh, really? I had a plug-in clock. But what happens if the power goes out in the middle of the night? Um, what, what, what are you going to do? I think you're just out of luck and at well, that point in time. Then battery, battery-powered clocks, they work. <laughs> That's really true. That's really true. Anyway, it got unplugged and I had to do the whole reset thing. I made sure it was set to the right time and both alarms were set for 10 and 10.15. Next thing you know, I wake up at 1.45 p.m. Oh, no. This alarm clock has consistently woke me up for school for 13 years. Why in the world did it not work now? Turns out the time was 12 hours off. I set the alarms for 10 a.m., but when I went to bed at 12 a.m., my clock was at 12 p.m. Oh, no. So I missed out on three hours of community day. I spent all day wondering why it didn't work until I saw the little am symbol on the screen at nine at night nice one cameron she wrote that i'm not saying that so my shiny count wasn't nearly as great as i anticipated but i'm pleased to share that i have a rank one gengar for ultra league and i named it kyle nice i'm I'm jelly and also honored (laughs) (laughs) after posting in the discord and other people also naming their awesome gengars kyle i am deeming myself the leader of an army of kyle's (laughs) have you been privy to this movement on the discord by the way uh it was mentioned Make sure you have a lot of of monster if the internet is anything to have you believe. (laughs) Okay, that's all for now. I hope you have lots of shiny luck for the rest of the friendship event and that you also had a better ghastly day than I did. Also, Kyle, you better get your challenge done. I want those Togetic, Cameron. I I did it. I finished it like an hour before the podcast, okay? No, you didn't. Really? (laughs) Yeah, this one's so easy. It was the hearts. It was just the hearts that I was too lazy to take the time to earn them. Well, you could also swap and use the poffin. That would just easy. No, easy hearts right there. Not happening. Why not? You're going to save your poffins. I refuse. Oh, 
full stop refuse to do buddy switching to get heart progress on buddies. Really? Not going to do it. That is why not. It's too tedious. That's not what oh, I'm playing. The okay. Game for. okay. I thought you were about to make some sort of ethical argument and I was all here for that. It's well, just because you don't want to do it. That's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't make the argument because they give you that 20 limit, which means you can work on 19 best buddies at the same time. Right. Which means if you want to be the most efficient, you have to. But like, why would you? I just I don't like that system personally. I think it's completely okay because I, mean, I guess it is kind of meta, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I was about to say it doesn't really serve to do much, but it, it does actually increase CP. So I guess that does matter quite a bit. I'm not a fan of the way that buddy swapping works personally. But mm-hmm. That's you know that's just me. I'm not pushing that on anybody else, obviously. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, thank you for the email, Cameron. Really appreciate it. If you, dear listener, would like to send us a, a, an email filled with your opinions about while Kyle is wrong about the swapping limits for buddy Pokemon. I'm joking, by the way. I think I also agree with it. <laughs> but if you disagree with both of us, please go ahead and send an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also give us a voicemail if you want to. You can leave that at 262-586-7717. Please visit our website at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at GoCastPodcast. Like us on Facebook, The GoCast Podcast. If you want to help support the show monetarily and gain access to our patron-exclusive Discord group, you can by going to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GoCastPodcast. Where the $1 tier, $1 per month at the lowest tier, gets you access to the aforementioned Discord community. There are other tiers and other cool things to get as well, but... Uh, if you want to, it's only a dollar a month. That being said, if monetary support is not in the cards for you currently, you can help support the show in a very big way by leaving us a review on whatever sort of pod catching service you might be using right now. If it's Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or whatever, Podchaser, I don't know. I don't know where we're listed half the time. I think it's just about everywhere. Please leave <laughs> us a review. It would really help us out a lot. What would help me out a lot, though, Kyle? Do you want to know? Uh, Yes. Well, I want to know your goals. I think that would really do it for me. Mm. Okay. Well, I want to know what your shiny goal is for GoFest. For the entirety of GoFest? Yes. More than 50. More than 50. More okay. than 50. And this has nothing to do with the, the thing before. <laughs> I've been thinking about this for a while. I'm not trying to one-up a listener, although it looks exactly like that's what I'm trying to do. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot. And every single time I've, I've placed goals that are greater than a particular number and I aim high. I'm usually just underneath, but it makes for a more exciting day. So I'm going to set that number high (laughs) and then do greater than, and hopefully it'll be the right amount of stressful. Well, I'm going to use Chris's good judgment on the location we're playing being a good experience because I'm setting a goal for 50 for the weekend. Okay. 50 shinies. We're doing the same thing. Well, close. You're going more than 50. Okay. I'm going to show up with 51. You can show up with 50. That's fine. I legitimately think, that 50 is a pretty good number for two days if they're both boosted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Ooh, now uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I also have to say, by the way, we talked about this last week, but I didn't give you an update until, well, I haven't given you an update on the show, right? You challenged me to bring my inventory down to what was it? Total 2000, something yes. like that. I said, I wanted to get it to 2,500 by this recording. I did do that. I'm at 2499 right now. Oh, Chris, <laughs> hang on. Now that you said that, hang on. Let me see my inventory. This is after catching a thousand ghastly. I'd like to add. Okay. Okay. I caught, okay. I caught like 875, 2240. 
Wow, look at you. Did a good job. So I need to transfer Gasly before the weekend. Yeah, dude, I need to go through and, and trim trim some sales. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I, I transferred, I kid you not, 35 Rayquaza. And uh, I was like, oh, geez, yeah. man. Yeah. So right. anyway, 50 Shinies. We're both doing 50 Shinies. What about you, Kyle? What about, what else? All right. So I got a goal, and this is why I brought up that I got the 100% Alola Marowak. I need your feedback. Should I max the 100% Alola Marowak, or should I wait to get the shiny Alola Marowak, which is one of my goals from GoFest, and max that out? I would keep the shiny as is, and I would max the 100%, because if the shiny is like a 12%, you're going to be so mad at yourself. I mean, okay, that's fair, but when am I going to actually use an Alola Marowak? I don't know, but when you need to, you'll have one. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. All right, then I'm going to max out my 100% Alola Marowak. Okay, I got that written down. Subnote, I want to specifically get a shiny Alola Marowak. You can put that under the shiny goals, I suppose. Uh, No, it's going to be its own. Okay, fine. You can put that. So that way way you can still achieve 50 even if you don't get the uh, Alola Marowak. Okay, well, that's the extreme goal for me. I really hope I can do it. And I don't know what this play is actually going to look like. So I'm just going to go with 350,000 Stardust from the weekend. Okay. 350K Stardust. All righty. Those are good goals there, Mr. Kyle. So for myself, I'm going to do greater than 50 shinies. I'm not maxing anything this week. I'm going to be kind of focusing on shinies and stuff. I will resume the maxing of my bug Pokemon next week. I do promise that. I'm going to try to get 500,000 Stardust. I want to get two shiny Chansey, one shiny Alola Marowak, and then I'll take the lead from our rather informed listeners and also try to track down a single, only one, shiny Gibble. We'll see how it goes. This is kind of going on in good faith that Gibble's actually going to be in the event. We don't have confirmation other than it's on the poster. So we will see. But there's that. Those are our goals. And thank you guys for listening all the way through this week's episode. Good luck getting ready and and best of luck to you and yours on GoFest this weekend. May you guys catch all the shinies. May it just be great. May the weather be awesome for you. And uh, thank you for listening again. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.